Ladies and Gentlemen, Comedy Roundtable. These are great questions. God, you're asking a comedian a math question. Really good question. Thank you. Damn it. This is so much fun, you guys. Ooh, that is a good question. And that lightning round was so fun. That's a really good question. Comedy fans, conversation enthusiasts, it is a brand new episode of the Comedy Roundtable. Pull up a chair, settle in. We have a great conversation for you this episode. Let's get this party started. A little comedy and conversation. Jamie Bendel, Jamie Hernan, Adam. Very nice. Oh, oh. Well done there, sir. And we have a very special guest. We are recording this episode at the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta. Our guest is one of the contestants who actually won her round this evening. The big winner. Sandra Rizzo. Very good. Right? Well, not everybody pronounces it correctly. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, we tried to get it right. And you give me a couple of opportunities, right. and I may throw a wrong one in there before the uh, episode is over. Here's the part of the show that is always most entertaining for me as a fellow comedian who has their bio read. Every now and again, we read the comedian's bio, the one that we can find. Yeah, so you're kind of like, what does that say? (laughs) Our guest is a smart, funny, and older than Twinkies. She's eccentric, not crazy, drives in the fast lane, and can still bench press 500 grams. She believes (laughs) in the tooth fairy, clean underwear, and Santa Claus. Sandra is a rising star in comedy who features major comedy clubs across the USA and headlines at smaller venues. She was a semifinalist in the World Series of Comedy in Las Vegas. She received the only standing ovation in the history of the U.S. comedy contest when she won second place in the headline division. Well, welcome to the show. Why, thank you very much. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's a treat. Be- believe the standing ovation thing because... Standing ovation Got tonight. One this evening. Does that mean I'm going to get second place? Oh, Let's no. hope not. No, standing ovations go to the first. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. think I'd rather right, have so... second place in a standing ovation. Yeah, no, first place. All right. <laughs> so, give me a, give me a little bit of the uh, thirty second elevator pitch about how we. Got into stand-up comedy. I was an amateur competitive bodybuilder. I liked being on the stage by myself. From there, I did some uh, theater and then gradually moved into comedy and quit theater. Wow. Okay, I want to go back to the amateur competitive bodybuilding. Yep. All right. How did that start? I turned 40 and I got a trainer for fit and trim, as 40-year-olds will do. Okay. And he was a bodybuilder and kept talking to me about how well I build muscles. And I actually was 49 when I started bodybuilding. Wow. There's hope for us, Adam. Then I had 11 11 weeks, 11 months of intense training, working out five, six days a week, getting cut. I've always wondered, what's the true cut-down process to get competition ready? No salt, no oils, no... Well, at the very end, you drink distilled water, which is very bad for you. Sit in the sauna, so you sweat out the extra... Everything. Everything. And as I said, the big thing, I think... For me, the biggest thing was no salt, because I am a salt a hold yeah. Then you compete. Then you compete, and, and then, then you... Uh, yeah, and then it's <laughs> cheat day, 
Yeah. For the days. Extreme. And then you kind of go back and to it. And then you go back. So yeah. Sandra was an amateur competitive bodybuilder. I consider myself a bit of an amateur recreational. You're an amateur non-competitive bodybuilder. Non- <laughs> non-competitive whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I just added salt to my Sprite here. Uh-oh. Um, I didn't do that. So in the age group. Yeah. So you're competing against other women in their 40s? Or are I you competing in a younger division? the beginner's group, which is... Anybody that's never won a competition. Okay. So I was against some younger people, and I did the 40 and over. Yeah. I never yeah. thought about the fact that there were different competitive levels, and I would love it if there was, like, like I could compete just with other oh, you can. guys like myself, right? Yeah, Where we all go can. up there, and it's like, he's none, none of them are trying, but it's okay. Yeah. So, who's, so you'd be in the dad bod division? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's trying just slightly more than the other? Just slightly, yeah. But yeah. It, uh, well, now I got four second-place trophies. I never came in first. I never came in third. Okay. How many standing ovations? You're always the second-placer. Always second-place. Yeah, but that's pretty good. I mean, I'm not complaining. No. Yeah, I was no. happy. That was awesome. And then you retired at some point. Yeah. Then I uh, started my own business, and I didn't have time. What to was do that it. business? I think uh, bought a travel agency, and I opened it two months before the airline stopped paying commission. Yeah. Good timing. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. So we got out of that business. Yeah. And at some point, we go into comedy. Yeah. Stage and theater, then comedy. About, Stage yeah. and theaters. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then have you found it pretty easy? I mean... Comedy? Yeah. I think I was a little slower than some to make it. Yeah. I've been doing it 18 years 18 now. 18 years? Yeah. Okay. You know, I didn't start until I was in my 60s. Am I going to do math? Or are you... That's I, not possible. Are you going to disclose... You couldn't have started when you were in your 60s. Yeah. Yeah, I did. On stage, I give my age, so no, it's no secret. I'm 80. I'll be 81 in June. I am sitting here shocked right now. Yeah, For real? I am. That bodybuilding pays off. As a young bodybuilder, it, it paid off. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. More salt, no more salt for me. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you better, you better get so serious about your- So plastic surgery. Oh, sure, sure. But- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're telling jokes in your 80s. Yeah. You're resonating with an audience that's not always in their 80s with you. Almost never. Yeah. Yeah. What is the age? At which, I've always wanted to know this, okay? Supposedly, as you get older, the tongue gets a little freer. You speak your mind a little more quickly. When does that happen? For me, 70. 70 was the... <laughs> yeah. That's the line. Yeah. I, I even have a very short bit on it. I haven't written more, but that... Turning 70 was kind of like pulling the spanks off my inhibitions. Really? <laughs> yeah. So even though you've done the competitive and even though you've done the other stuff, you're on theater or whatever, there was still a part of you that was a little restrained and concert, you know, held back? There are still things I won't talk about on stage, partly because I don't like comics who talk about gratuitous sexual acts and physical Sure. Work. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff you don't want to talk about. No, yeah. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. But there's stuff. But anything you want to talk about, that, you can you just let it fly. To, you let it. Rip. Oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh. Okay. All right. We're gonna get into some questions, and we want you to let it rip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have three topics. You get to pick from those topics, and then we're gonna ask you some questions about them. So the three topics for this episode are drinking, drinking, can't go away empty-handed, can't go away empty-handed, 
Jobs. Jobs. Of those, which would you like to go first? Drinking. Drinking. Girl. <laughs> All right. Clockwise or counterclockwise? Clockwise. Clockwise, starting with Adam. All right. Are you more of a beer, a wine, or a liquor? Oh, I like liquor much better. Okay. And is it a clear liquor or a brown liquor? I don't think it matters. Okay. You're open. <laughs> About the only thing I really don't like is gin. Oh, oh, that's so hey, funny. Adam, what's your favorite drink? I'm a gin and tonic man myself, but <laughs> well, that's okay. Hey, we, I, we'll still be friends. I mean, I've never understood why people want to drink a drink that tastes like licking at a pine tree. But, but it's just, it's the smell. <laughs> so yeah. if, if a gentleman came up and sat next to you at a bar and was trying to impress you and you would be impressed with the drink he ordered for you, that it would be perfect for you, what would that drink be? A chocolate martini made with clear creme de cacao. Bang. That is an impressive drink. That guy is an impressive guy. We'll take it. That's a bold move to show up with a chocolate martini. And a chocolate chocolate. martini with the creme de cacao for my lady. It has to be clear, though. I don't like it made with the The creamy stuff. No, you make it with darkness like having a bad black Russian. Yes, yes. I completely agree. All right. What you got? So you mentioned your age and... I'm guessing at some point in your life, you've had a story involving drinking worthy of telling. Of those stories, what is your great drinking story? I think maybe it really has to do with when I was working at uh, in Kansas City. After work, I would always go to the, uh, this place and drink as a group. And that's when they did two firsts. Yep. Uh, and yeah. I mean... Every, of course, every guy there has to buy a drink for the whole table. And I don't drink that much. So I'd have all these drinks left over. My ex-husband would have drunk all of his. And I said, okay, let me drive home. He said, no, I'm fine. He seemed fine. And it was wintertime. We went over this curvy, icy road. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yep. Pulled into the driveway, and he passed out before he opened the garage door. What? But you wow. got yes. home. Hey, he held on. But you got home. I know. I was terrified in that, that story was, that for a was, second there. Yeah. No, we got home. But I think that's when I did stop drinking for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I became a designated driver yeah. before yeah. they were one. Those yeah. windy winter roads will do uh-huh. that. Yeah. yeah, you said to your, your ex-husband... Well, yeah. at least thank you for, for staying awake till we got home. And he's like, I think I was pretty much out the first <laughs> pretty much oh, out yeah. a mile back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had one of those fall asleep at the wheel really kind of terrifying moments. I think it's happened out of, I've seen people do it out of tired. That's what I mean. Fatigue. Yeah. 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 The funny, yeah. so I grew up in the West and you drive those long roads where there's nothing there oh, forever between like Nevada and Utah and, and, and it's just nothing. And people, I, I've seen people do that. You know, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You yes. Could, you yeah. could go off the road and you're just still yeah, driving. Yeah, you're, you're still you fine no for a while. You're, you're off fine the road. for at least a while. Yeah, you're yes. fine for a while. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Until you hit a rock or a cow. All right. So I am a 50-year-old. How much water should be drinking? Should I be drinking every day? I have always heard you're supposed to drink eight ounces. Or, yeah. Eight, eight, eight ounces. Yeah, a day. ounces. But I recently read that certain ages, you're supposed to drink more or less, and as you get older, you're supposed to drink more, and so I have no clue anymore. I was told the other day it was half an ounce per pound. Really? Really? Yeah. 
Half an ounce per pound. Boy, that seems like a lot for me. That is a lot. I've got a couple Half gallons to put down then. Yeah, just that's walking not around with a, a water IV. That is not okay. <laughs> Talk about that. I'm going to have to sit down with pencil and paper. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's probably not a bad rule of thumb, though. I think that's a gallon and a half for me. But oof. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm a big boy. That would be like 55 ounces. Not for Adam. No, Not that's a lot. But you're already supposed to be but drinking your eight, 64. Your, eight, your eight, eight glasses of eight ounces is 64. Is 64 so you're pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that because I am secretly taking notes. I may enter a uh, competitive amateur bodybuilding <laughs> competition. Now, when you're drinking that water and you're 50, don't forget to put the little blue pill with it. Yes. Oh, listen, much in the same way that you talk about there are certain comedic subjects that you don't, don't necessarily go towards. There are certain comedic topics that I don't necessarily go towards. It's well. a very sensitive spot for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will be back with more of our guests when we return to the Comedy Roundtable. Congratulations, Jamie. You are the brand new professor of what? I think it'd be kind of interesting to teach a class on apathy. Apathy? Yeah. You think you could teach a you class be, on apathy? What department does philosophy? The, nope. Sociology? I'm a philosophy major, and I'm telling you that is not a class in philosophy. Sociology, maybe. Yeah. So here's the thing. Your students never show up. Let's say you're teaching APATH, because I'm sure that's what the students would call it. <laughs> APATH 101. Right. Hey, are you an APATH? Yeah. Who'd you get? Professor Hernan. Oh, he's the best. Oh. You want to get an easy A, go APATH. APATH 101, Hernan's yeah. class. Is easy the best A. One. He never shows up. But every day you show up for class. Dings your grade. Dings your grade. You, you lose 5%. <laughs> the only way you can get an A in that class is to never, never show, up. show up. Right. And it's 101. So they're not very good at not showing up. Right. They're still like, I think I have to go. I think I have I to go to the class. really want to go. Syllabus? You just gave them a blank sheet. The final, if you show up, you fail. That's right. Yeah. And of course, as Adam mentioned, I'm so good at it and so renowned. Oh, my God. Never there. I would come in and I would give amazing lectures. And your students like, I don't care. I would give an amazing lecture, and then if they ask a question, I don't care. <laughs> Put whatever you want on the test. What's your name what again? What is the homework, dude? What's your name again? Thomas, Thomas, I Doesn't don't care. Matter. Doesn't matter. I do not care, Thomas. Yeah. How come you never learned my name? I care. Yeah. Did you grade my paper? I haven't even read it. Have you been in my class, Thomas? That is your real you name? Think, you think I'm taking attendance? I'm going to go back to the guest. We are back here, still at the Landmark Diner in Atlanta, Georgia, Punchline Comedy Club, recording this episode of the Comedy Round Table. I've been enjoying the heck out of our conversation with you. Very interesting life transition. You said you were in theater at one point. Yeah. What theatrical presentations were you in, performances? My cream de la cream one was I got to play Maud in Harold and Maud. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that, that, and in fact, it was after that I only did one more show. I said, that's the pinnacle I'm quitting now. I've that's enjoyed awesome. it, yeah. I've gotten to where yeah. I want to yeah. be. Yep. When you were doing the next one, your last one, where you just checked out, you're like, this is no mod. She's phoning it in. Yeah, this She's is like, no well, mod. What was I'm the show? What was the, what was the last show? Well, the last one was a show called Spider Island that nobody's heard of. Spider Island? Spider Island. Spider Island the musical? No, it's not a musical. Because okay. uh, Spider Island the musical Spider is your Island favorite. The musical. There That's was, your favorite. There was uh, murder Caught and axes, and I played a little old lady in that. And I 
Got the X. All right. So our round of questions for this yep. segment, our choices are... Let's go with can't go away empty-handed. Adam. Can't go away empty-handed. What is your favorite heirloom from a previous job? So you didn't leave empty-handed. Do you have any heirlooms that you kept with you from a previous mementos. performance or mementos? Yes, I you can think of it. When we programmed back then, we had to use a template and we had to make a flow chart. And I still have all my flow chart templates. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> uh, did you say you were a programmer? I was in computers for about 18 years. Is that right? Yeah. I did uh, application designs, programming, and I did a little systems work, but I preferred the writing applications, and uh, I did everything in basic assembler language. Really? Yep. Sandra uh, has lived. Right. There's all these little... 15 lives. Yeah. I, yeah my, oh, I do. I, I, I fail in comparison on all, all phases of your life. If I yeah. lived any one phase, I'd be happy. All right, so you are throwing a birthday party, all right? And we are lucky enough to get an invitation. Yeah. And we're... <laughs> At least one of us, maybe yeah. two of us, and we're leaving. And you give us the, the party favors, bag? the goodie bag. What do you give? What do you get when you leave at your birthday party? If you were what giving you away giving goodies at, a, at 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 your next birthday party, thank you for coming. Take yeah. this prize. Yeah, I know. I I've got something I had never thought about. I would probably give you some food. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, a little take home. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because it, normally when I give a party, I have baked a lot of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she can cook, too. Yeah. <laughs> On top of it all, she's a computer programmer. She's a body fitness. She's a comedian. She can cook. I'm in love. I'm basically madly, bashfully in love. Are you into younger men? <laughs> we don't husband, talk about that. No, my husband's nine years younger. And okay. I, can, I tell him if he doesn't shape up, I'm going 20 years Good. younger next time. Good. So I'm, I've got a fighting chance in 10 years. <laughs> all right. I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. You said at some point you got divorced? Yeah. Okay. Just the one time divorced? Yep. Okay. How long were you married to that person? I think we were married about 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. Okay. So sometime in your 30s, 20s, you got married? Uh, I got was divorced in my around 40s. 40 when you got divorced? No, when we got married. Wait a minute. No, that's my husband now. Yes. I was 34 when I married my first husband. Okay. okay. So now that guy's gone. You meet a new guy. Yeah. Is that this guy? Yeah. Okay. And he was nine years younger than you at the time. Yeah. Okay. Always nine years. It doesn't change, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, that didn't change. It's I consistent. think it does change, and that's what I'm about to ask. <laughs> okay. What? Do you find as you've aged together, the age difference has gotten smaller? In other words, when you're 30. Uh, no, I don't think. I did not feel there was any age difference when we did get married. So From the beginning. I, I, yeah, the feeling of it. He's very tall, he's very intelligent, mm -hmm. and it's the intellectual that drew us to each other, and that doesn't change. No. Okay. Yeah. 
So she she's she's married to a tall, handsome intellectual. So you have no chance at him. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, tall, okay. handsome intellectual. My, my, my chances had, are feeling tall. a little bit off. Might yeah. give you handsome I had tall. intellectual. Well, no, yeah. he's buildable like you now. Okay, good. Ah, <laughs> so see, I'm back in the game. And, and thinner hair. Okay, I'm back in the game. <laughs> and in the hair, and you got some things to lose. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. What was his professional background? Oh, we worked at both the Bank of America. I was on the. At the time, what was considered the online applications, okay. and he was on the offline applications. Okay. Yeah. Not like yeah. a Romeo and Juliet story. If people are trying to find you online, or what, how would they find you? My website is sandrarisser.com. That's a good uh, one. I'm on YouTube. Uh, it's under SM Risser, and I am Sandra Risser or Sandra M. Risser on Facebook. Awesome. What's the premise of the bit that gets you the standing ovation? At the very end, and I did not do what the joke was a callback to. At the beginning, I'm supposed to say that I have to go to the swimming pool and pretend I'm drowning to get a young man to kiss me. Oh. At the end, the whole bit is that uh, it's dark. I come home. If there's a murderer in the neighborhood because there's police there, I need to know a robber. I want to know there's a molester. I want his phone number. And then I said, don't judge me. I don't get much action now that they banned me from the swimming pool. They said (laughs) I was harassing the lifeguards. Yeah. And then I say, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> those men with their tan, hard bodies in those little teeny Speedos, they're asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great bit. All right. I think we should leave it there. Yes. Thank you, Sandra. All right, well, Sandra, we appreciate it so much. Continued success. Travel safe back to Phoenix. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Another great episode with our guest, comedian Sandra Risser. What a hoot. Great lady. Great energy. An amazing life. Well Amazing lived. life. I got thinking, if I keep doing comedy, I'm 30 years into doing comedy. If I keep doing comedy for another 30 years, I will be as old as our guest. Yeah, so, you'd have to double down. It would be amazing. I'll probably still tell some of the same jokes, but... <laughs> All right, that's a great episode. Check her out online, and uh, we're going to put the chairs back away. See you next time we gather here around the Comedy Roundtable. For Jamie, Jamie, and Adam, we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.